All right, welcome back. Dave Plyer, 720 WGN. Made of a, many of us made New Year's resolutions, especially about eating better, losing weight, taking good care of yourself, how to eat healthy every day. Well, Dr. Ian Smith is a best-selling author. He's my friend. He includes his most recent book, The Metflex Diet. He's got a recent novel out called The Overnight's Eagle Rock coming later this year. And here he is. How are you, Dr. Ian? Hey, man. It's good to talk to you. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you. I don't know if your ears were burning earlier, but I had Demetrius Ivory on, and we were talking about having you on the show, and he said that you inspired him at some point, because that's one of his New Year's resolutions is to lose weight, but he said it was some years ago that your books, your conversations, whatever it may have been at the time, uh, inspired him mm-hmm. to lose weight, and you had, you've done that for me, too. I've kept off that weight I lost a few years ago, you know? Well, you know, last time I saw you, you looked great. Uh, so if you look anything like that, uh, you are doing wonderful. You know, I think that it's all about people making a lifestyle decision. You know, I, I know we talk about diets and programs, and but I really think that people have to get into the mindset that they want to live healthier, eat healthier, and really just be happier. And I think that when people kind of make that determination that that's what they want, I think it's easier then to make the decisions to – give up a few things to take on some new things. You know, I mean, I mean, I think people try to make changes in their life and they really haven't agreed or understood what the overall picture, what their bigger vision is for themselves. And I think that's how people end up kind of, you know, falling um, by the wayside as far as sticking to programs. They do beginning of the year. Gyms are packed. Everyone's like dedicated to all this and we have a snow and then now we're going to have cold temperatures for a week comfort food's going to feel good again, and then the gyms are going to be empty. Like, I think most people that work out in the gyms, they, they don't go in the beginning of the year because they can't stand it. There's just too many people, and, and they know that's not going to stick, right? Yeah, well, it's it's awful. And, and, you know, I, I do a lot of work with people on Facebook and Instagram, and one thing that I do a lot of is I tell people, let's start in November, actually. Oh, so everyone waits to January. My whole thing always has been the last few years. Let's get a jump on it so that when – the new year does come, you're already, you're already grooving, you know, and you're not kind of panicked. And so I think that, you know, um, it's this annual thing of, you know, this mad dash to the gyms and new diet programs and all these new things, new year's resolutions, which I'm not a big fan of, but I think that overall, I think people really need to think about not just what I'm going to do new for 2024, rather like, where is my life? Where do I want it to go? And how am I going to get there? I think people need to take, more introspection about kind of what's going on and what they want to happen. You know, November, December, that's a tough time. I mean, obviously to do that, you know, got Thanksgiving and then there's holiday baking and all this other stuff. But, you know, I learned pretty early on in the last few years that, you know, there's generations that were told when they were growing up to clear their plate at a dinner table. And I know, and I know I did it too. And I realized even during the holidays, like, Oh, maybe I cheated a little bit more and had a little bit more of this or that because it's a tradition or whatever. But I also know there's there's an issue with portion control that you can do, and and you can keep that consistent throughout the whole year. Yeah, yeah, and I think that you know, I think that people have to people. I always tell people you have to be very um, analytical about how you choose your programs. Um, you have to choose things that are going to challenge you. Um, but also something that's affordable and sustainable. Sustainability is big. And, you know, you want to be able um, 
to be on a program where you're not always going to have to eat perfectly, where you're still going to have yeah. fun food. I don't call them cheap foods, but fun foods. You know, I really think it's about finding balance, right? And I think that, you know, for example, this morning I was I mean, I was going to go on um, on Windy City Live, but um, this snowstorm that really didn't happen for a lot of part of it. <laughs> no, yeah, I just, I just heard you're like at you're like at Hyde Park. You got nothing. Is the grass don't green get, over there? <laughs> don't, don't get me started on this this bomb cyclone. Okay, and all, all right, meteorological. All right. But hold on, but hold on. I I know Algonquin got like a foot, and that's not too far out. I know North got hammered, and city and like my neighborhood on on the north. We got very let, little. Let know. me ask you a question. Yes, sir. What city do we live in? Uh, Chicago. Chicago. So when when all of a sudden do we not expect to have snow in the winter? Like, sure, <laughs> it's been very warm the last few years. We live in Chicago, people. We're used to snowstorms. I mean, okay, so we got a snowstorm. <laughs> but, like, the panic and oh, the, yeah. the hype and the craze is ridiculous. Like, It's ratings. Crazy. It's ratings. You know, it, everyone's tuned in. <laughs> and let me do something. Yeah. You know, this business of, see, you got me going, this business of <laughs> yeah. calling these things by names that terrify people. Thundersnow? Bomb cyclone. <laughs> I mean, it's just, are you serious right now? How about, it's just a tough winter storm. How yeah. about it's just a heavy winter storm. We're going to have a bomb cyclone. We're going to have a polar vortex. I mean, it's all this stuff (laughs) that my good friends in meteorology and weather come up with, and it's clickbait. And it's like, oh, my goodness, i got to tune into the station because i got to see what's happening. Meanwhile, you know, it's like, okay, some places got hit hard. I admit that. Some places got like two inches. Yeah. I I don't know. I just think it's a little. (laughs) I just saw online, it was a comedy routine probably from 40 years ago with George Carlin. And he said, we make up names to sound things more important. So he goes, there's going to be a rain event. Like, do I have to get tickets to that? (laughs) Is is it just raining outside? Let's just just call it what it is. I mean, I, I just, anyway, I just, you know, thousand flights canceled. Not today, by the way, yesterday in yeah. advance of, it just, anyway, listen, let's get back to, you know, some real life changing stuff. All right. Um, here's, here's what I saw, by the way, on your Facebook page, because yeah. you're always the man with the plan, but yeah. tell us about the Fun Fitness Brothers. What is this thing you got started now? Oh, yeah. Okay. It's called Fun Fitness Bros. Um, B-R-O-S, and the idea is that we all are bros, men, women, black, white, Asians, that doesn't matter, we're all bros, okay. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the idea is that um, celebrity trainer, a good friend of mine, uh, Joey Thurman, who's also a Chicagoan, um, he and I decided that this year we want to make fitness fun. I think that a big reason why people fall off of their plan or don't even start going to the gym is because they see fitness and physical exercise as a chore, And so our whole mission is, number one, make fitness fun. Number two, make it effective. And number three, make it doable. So we are creating a lot of 15-minute workouts. Everyone says, I don't have time. I'm busy. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Everyone has 15 minutes in a day, okay? Mm -hmm. So we've created these 15-minute workouts. You can do more, by the way, if you want, but at least give us 15 minutes. We created this app called Fun Fitness Bros. If you go to our website, funfitnessbros.com, you can download the app. By the way, use the discount code FITBROS3, the numeral three, all caps, FITBROS3 to get a big discount. But the idea is that we think that if people work out for at least 15 minutes, four days a week, if they are consistent, 
then they're still going to get results. A little slower than if they were spending an hour, obviously, four days a week. But we are convinced that 15 days, 15 minutes, four days a week, consistently, in the long term, you're going to get those results. And everyone can do 15 minutes. And so that's the idea behind Fun Fitness Bros. It's it's to make fitness fun and effective at the same time. You know what? I feel better doing it. So I feel like when, when I, and I, and I work out at night, I know a lot of people do it after work. They do it before work. You know, everyone's got their own routine. I, I, I like doing it either at night, maybe before dinner, after dinner, whatever it might be, whatever's convenient that I can fit in. I got three kids, but it makes me feel better. It's a mission because I know it's going to help reduce some stress and I'm going to feel better. And I'm going to, and quite frankly, I'm going to look better too. And all of that's pretty important. And if you realize what the benefits are to you, I think that's what the real motivating factor is. I think also that people try to do too much too fast. And people have to understand that you have to graduate from one phase to another. And so another reason why we wanted to make smaller workouts is just get going. You don't need to go and do an hour and 45 minutes or an hour in the gym. Yes, if you want to do that, great, and if you can sustain that. But for most people, by the way, they just need to get going. And I think 15 minutes, then going to 20 minutes, then going up to 30 minutes, work your way up. Um, You know, the kind of the range is like every 10 to 14 days, you may kick it up a few more minutes in your workout. But I think that if people – do what I call bite-sized exercise. So, you know, take 15 minutes and, and, and make it work and go hard for 15 minutes. And I think that people will end up actually being able to incorporate it into their lifestyle rather than feeling like, oh, boy, you know, I got to go to the gym. It's cold out. I don't want to do it. By the way, which is why we also, um, part of our whole mission is to make fitness very accessible we created these bands i got to give you a set of them by the way we created these resistance bands that are really cool they're also on our website at fun oh, i saw them. Yeah, yeah 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 they're really cool because they have there are three different bands in a package different tensions and they have um instead of just handles at the end they have loops throughout the whole band so you can grab the band close or you know far and that can actually change the difficulty or resistance so you know, for people who say, I don't want to go to a gym, I can't afford a gym, whatever it is, this package of bands can give you all the resistance you yeah. need to still get that muscle growth. And by the way, you can pack, throw them in your suitcase, and you can do it on the road also in your, in your hotel room. You can do all kinds of activities and exercise with bands. I love that. All right. I love that. Let's talk about the snow again. Sure. <laughs> no, I'm what kidding. Snow? What snow? All right. More with Dr. Here Ian next. <laughs> 720 WGN. And we're talking to my pal, Dr. Ian Smith. So tell folks right now what the Metflex diet is all about, because that's one of your latest books. Yeah, so the Metflex diet is a program that helps people improve a concept called metabolic flexibility. And very simply, what it means is your ability to burn both carbs and fats effectively. Many people can only burn one or the other, so they are metabolically inflexible. So to be flexible, if you're eating a plate of pasta with lots of carbs, you can burn that well. If you're eating you know, a plate with meat and bacon, you can burn that well. So the idea is how to get the body in the condition that you can burn both carbs and fats. It's a six-week program. It involves some intermittent fasting. 
people on average lose between about 14 to 16 pounds in the six weeks, depending on how well you stick to it and how much you have to lose. And we have a very nice, robust Facebook group that's a great support group, which is called the name of the book, Met Flex Diet. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, like you're with all your books, you're not you're not making people suffer through it and, you know, eating, you know, lettuce and, and whatever. I mean, you can eat pizza, steak, pasta, and you can even drink while you're on this plan. And you got and you always throw in a ton of recipes to kind of give people some inspiration on what they're supposed to cook, right? 100%. I believe that programs should be very doable, and I think that, and affordable, by the way. And, and I think that if people are just going to eat what I call rabbit food, um, they may be able to do that for a couple weeks or a month, but it's just not sustainable long term. And so I really try to incorporate foods that are not just affordable, but very tasty. In fact, I was going to be on Windy City Live today, but it got, you know, snowed out. Um, but what, <laughs> You're really angry. I <laughs> What I was going to fix, though, um, and I ended up eating it myself, was um, bacon-wrapped asparagus bites. Ooh, love that. Um, and it was really and, – and the, and, the, and the idea is that it's – you know, because part of the plan, part of the Metflex is uh, what's called cyclical keto, which means you're not on keto for the long term. You cycle in and out of it. Um, and so this was one of the snacks in the book. Um, and boy, is it, you got to make it, it takes five minutes to make, by the way. But I told a friend of mine, I told Val Warner, you know, um, who I unfortunately didn't get a chance to see today, but I told her, uh, but I sent her pictures of it that I, cause I cooked it and I said to her, she said, wow, that looks good. And I said, once you eat this, you will thank me for the rest of your life. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. I love that. You know, there's one thing though, that I, I, you know, you always hear is that, your metabolism kind of slows down after you after 30 years old, after 40 years old. That's not true. No, it's not. I mean, um, a great study came out within the last year saying that really metabolism is pretty consistent for the vast majority of people up until about near the age of 60. Now, there is a small diminution of your metabolism, a slowing, but not dramatic like we think to explain the weight gain. In fact, uh, research I'm doing now for a new book is really looking at menopause um, to really try to understand what is it that is the main reason why women in particular around menopause um, have such weight gain. And everyone says it's the hormones, right? There's a, you know, menopause is all about the changing of a woman's hormonal milieu. But honestly, the stuff I've been reading so far, hormones has a factor in it, but it's not the only thing. Um, hmm. And so I really wanted to see if I can, and I know it's a big topic and it yeah. affects a lot of people, but I want to delve into that menopause and weight gain is not just about hormones or metabolism. There are other factors, and hopefully I can put a book together to help women who are in perimenopausal and postmenopausal states. Oh, okay. All right. That's cool. All right. Um, also, um, I know we're getting into the winter months here, and days are shorter, nights are colder. You know, people struggle. I, you know, they have a seasonal depression, the winter blues yeah. that come around. What are some yeah. of the things that you think that folks can do to kind of prevent some of that and, and maybe work around that? Well, first of all, to acknowledge it, I think that people have to understand um, it's called SAD, Seasonal Affective Disorder, uh, and it's a real thing. Um, and it's really related to, as you say, the dreariness, the lack of sunlight, um, the shorter days, 
uh, the longer nights. I mean, it's tough. And I think people first need to know that that's a real syndrome and that you may be suffering from it and that you're not alone. It's not abnormal in the sense that lots of people suffer from it. But there are a lot of things you can do. I mean, you know, light is one of them. There's light therapy that um, people have used for years, by the way, um, that you can um, get things off of Amazon to help. Um, But also getting out and about um, is important. I know it's cold. I know it's inconvenient sometimes. But really trying to get out and and about. I think that when people in the winter kind of hibernate and stay inside, um, that doesn't do any good. I mean, it can keep you warm, but obviously, but, but it really kind of can exacerbate um, the situation. I think people also need to find things that are pleasurable. And I mean, really things that they can enjoy. Right. And, and take time every day for yourself. A lot of people today, I had a really crazy day, by the way. I mean, I'm not going to get into it, but it was a really, because it was not my typical day. um, Despite the fact that my flight was canceled going to Miami, but I I just had a crazy day today. Um, But that being said, um, you have to still take some time for yourself and you have to do something that you enjoy. And I think that if people did more of that, um, then they can kind of counteract these winter blues. So getting out a little bit more, getting out there with people yeah. and being, yeah, no, I'm going to share that with a friend of mine. I love that. Um, yeah. Okay, I looked online and I see already that there's like a novel in place that's coming out later this year. So talk to folks uh, briefly about the Overnights, which is your most recent novel, and Eagle Rock that's that's coming up later this year. Yeah, I write uh, my, I write health books. I also write novels, and yep. my novels, my, yeah, my mystery series. That's a Chicago-based mystery series. It's called Ash Kane. He's the main character. The most recent installment, um, the third book, was called The Overnights, which was about a media ratings war and people who, when they read the book, this is all based in Chicago, so they're going to recognize <laughs> some of these characters. I know. I love the Overnights. On. I love the Overnights. Yeah, it was a great book. Yeah, it's fun. It's a fun book. So anyway, the fourth installment of my Ash Kane series um, uh, is called Eagle Rock. Um, and if you look at the cover of it, did you see the cover? I did see on the Amazon? cover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So people who know Chicago will look at the cover, and some people will guess where that is. I mean, you can see the skyline in the background. The question is, where are you? You know? And you, I don't know if you know what that statue is. I'm pulling it up cover. again. I'm pulling it again right now because I don't have it in front yeah. of me. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah. And so anyway, so um, so that statue and that skyline, our city skyline and the vantage, the view is very important um, for the story. And it's a, it's a fun story. And it starts off um, with the discovery of the body of one of Chicago's wealthiest businessmen um, who was found in his kind of sneak away apartment on the north side in Lincoln Park. Um, and he's found in a very uncompromising position. And our guy, Ash Kane, is called in by CPD to help the family figure out what happened. I know this is a passion for you. You love this. Love it. And and they're um, great reads. They're great reads, too. So congratulations. I'm glad you got another one right around the corner. Very cool, man. Do you recognize the statue, by the way? I don't. <laughs> you know, it's in low good. res the way no, I just no, pulled it. No, no, that's up. good. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't recognize it because I mean, definitely a different because, angle of this. I'm trying to figure out where that is, but yeah, I will. I'm gonna. I'll text you when I figure can I it give out. You a hint? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Northerly. Oh yeah. Okay. 
Yep, that makes okay. sense. Yep, yep, yep. So mm-hmm. that's the vantage point. And that okay. statue, a lot of Chicagoans don't know it, but when you read the book, you'll realize, geez, okay, I get it now. I love it. Absolutely love it. <laughs> very, very cool, man. Um, also, listen, tonight uh, there's another round of storms coming. Really hunker down. Be very, very careful uh, going out there. <laughs> and don't get angry, all right? It's the end of the world. There's snow in Chicago. The world is coming to an end. <laughs> Thanks, Dr. Ian. Appreciate it, pal. Hey, good talk to you, man.